Hello, creative people. Welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend your time with us. I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and to empower people, especially adults, to own their voices and talents that come in so many different forms. This space was created to talk to people with all different kinds of jobs, hobbies and interests, and to have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. How do you define creativity? How do you incorporate it into your life? And why do you think it's important? Then we have a free-flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to speak to so many. I've spoken to musicians, comedians, doctor, lawyer, wrestlers, Reiki masters, and entrepreneurs as young as 13. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute, it is necessary. People have defined creativity as that magic spark, how we show up in our life, imagination, basically all that we are and want to be, do, or have. So I believe from my heart that sharing these stories gives one the ability to expand their thinking, open themselves up for more self-expression, to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. So my inspiring guest for today is Amanda Lindsay. She is the creator of the Facebook group, Project Shape, spreading happiness across planet Earth. She is a fun-loving spirit whose passions are people, writing, and spreading joy. She has managed chronic health conditions for 25 years, a full-time job with many physical and mental challenges, and a roller coaster of unexpected ups and downs, twists and turns. However, that has never stopped her in the pursuit of happiness for herself and others. So beautiful. She's an amazing human. Amanda, welcome to the space. Hello there. Hello, hello. So happy you're here. Yes, yes, indeed. Happy to hear from you today. <laughs> Yay. So this is going to be fun. So I'm so happy that you're here. And in that, can you tell us just a little snippet about yourself before we dive in and learn more? Well, I I like to call myself spreader of the happy because that's one of the things that just lights me up. Um, and I am from Louisiana in the southern part of the United States. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty much an open book. So <laughs> so this is going to be a good conversation. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Perfect. So let's start with our would you rather question, and then we'll dive into the first official question. Are you ready, Miss Amanda? You got it. Okay, but first I do want to welcome those here with us live. Thank you so much for being here. We so appreciate you. And I see um, the hubby along. Is that right? Am that I is sorry? my dad. Oh, your dad. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> I all right. I knew I should have said like family member. It is okay. It is all right. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Lindsay. We're glad that you're here. <laughs> so any questions or comments, please feel free to put them in the chat box below and you can be part of the conversation. So Amanda, here's the question. Would you rather have purple hair or green hair? Oh my goodness, green hair. Oh, that was very fast. Why? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, green, like, okay, like um 
Dico Gecko Green, um, Seven Up Sprite Green is like my favorite color. <laughs> and and I've, I actually, I have always wanted a room that color. I tried actually doing that in college and my landlord was highly against it. So <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely green hair. So it hasn't happened yet. No, because honestly, I'm, I'm exploring the, um, the length first. So I just got it. I got it chopped off as short as I've ever had it. So yeah. I'm, I'm going, I'm going there first. I've never, I've been all natural for my hair forever. So I'm kind of, I'm, I have these like little gray, like almost like skunk stripes happening. Yes. So I, 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 I'm kind of embracing it and calling it my tinsel right now. So. <laughs> I love that your tinsel. <laughs> that is a very, see, I call, because I have in my part, I have the gray, so I call it my skunk. <laughs> gotcha. so, <laughs> so, well, maybe you could start with green pillows. Yeah, yeah, I could go, I could do that. You could have that. You could have that color green pillows or a blanket or something. It doesn't have to be on your physical body. This is true. <laughs> so, okay. And uh, Miriam says green hair. Yay, Miriam. Have you ever had green hair before? I've had purple. I've had purple, blue, and this really bright, vibrant red. Um. It was, in fact, when I was teaching and in the morning, we would hold the door for the kids when they would first come in and we'd say, good morning, good morning, good morning. And I got my hair like the front part of the um, in front of my face. It was like really, really red. And this one girl, <laughs> this one girl who really didn't talk that much, but she just looked at me and she said, Miss Citron, why? <laughs> and then I said, because can and she just shrugged her shoulders and rolled her eyes and walked away and I'm like oh my god <laughs> that's beautiful that just said it all she doesn't oh. like it but that's okay <laughs> oh I love it that is great so Miriam said she hasn't that you've had blue also yeah yeah blue is cool okay so here we go here is the first official official question which is how do you define creativity ah uh. I define it as um, listening to that that thing inside of you that totally lights you up, whether it's like the thought, the voice in your head, the idea, the feeling, the spark, you know, and expressing it in some way. It can be like for others or it can be just for yourself. Mm. But it's it's taking that little nugget of awesomeness that you have bubbling inside and just like unleashing it to find out what happens. The nugget of awesomeness. <laughs> See, I love that of awesomeness. And you don't, it doesn't have to be for anybody else. Like you said. Absolutely. It's just, it's just getting it out, just out, out of your head, out of your heart. Mm. Because how does that feel when it's stuck inside? Well, uh, for me, it's it's that like that bubbling, you know, that's kind of why I said that it's like, just, uh, it's like, oh, I need to, I need to get it out there just, just to have it out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you just yeah. learn from, you just learn from that, you, you know, just seeing what happens, you know, it can be, you can gain clarity from it, you can gain just 
absolute joy and you can, you know, expressing it with others is beautiful too. So it's just, it's all, you know, just pushing it out, you know? Yeah. Cause when we push it down, when we push it down, that does not feel good at all. We know that everybody it's, that's a proven fact. You get depressed, you get sad, you get angry. And it's so often cause we're just, we're stuffing it in. Yes, indeed. So we don't need that. So Amanda, tell us about your journey, please. And just what you've done, where you've, cause I love this, all that you have about this project shape is so beautiful, spreading happiness across the planet, but you have a story behind you like we all do, but this is a place for you to share yours. So wherever you would like to start, I would love to, we want to hear. All right. Well, for me, and you know, when talking about creativity, that that thing that I spoke of for me is is twofold. Um, one is being spreading happiness, and the other sharing stories. And so, to go in the spreading happiness direction, um, like you had mentioned earlier, I I have suffered from chronic illnesses for twenty five years, um, and obviously not a happy experience per se um you know the um you know i suffered a lot of um basically an upturning of my life i went from one of a very active life to one of very sedentary um you know isolation depression you know uh, mm-hmm. loss of loss of friends and family a uh, loss of physical abilities, mental capabilities, you know, all this sounds really, really, really rough and mm-hmm. not, not exactly happy. Um, however, I managed to find uh, a spark, if you will, of, of gratitude. And that was in a gift from a dear neighbor and he had brought in a wheelchair and for a good month or so that wheelchair sat in the kitchen <laughs> i just mm-hmm. looked at it and was like uh-uh i'm not doing it because that that is the, the you know end all be all end all of my independence basically and honestly that was completely way off i was doing some really really stupid stuff to pretend i was independent <laughs> at, the, mm-hmm. at one point i was actually um forcing my mom to put me on her back to carry me from place to place. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. And so I decided just, you know, let me give that wheelchair a try. And when I sat in there, it was just like the lights went off. It was like, ah, you know, and uh, it, it was, it was the best, you know, thing for me as far as independence. It, it gave me a lot of perspective. And it brought to me a lot of perspective just in my life overall. And so I was able to grab that happy out of the crappy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and with that, um, it, it kind of, you know, it sat for a while. And then, you know, enter the pandemic, right? And all these people millions millions all at once are having their life upturn 
and you know, lots and lots of crap happening. Yeah. Depression, isolation, pretty much all of those things that I was going through way back, you know? And I was like, man, this is so similar to what I went through. And I wasn't experiencing these negative feelings because I kind of already went through that. Mm. And so I was like, you know, I can take this and, and bring what I have had from my negative experience to the table and spread those hugs and smiles. And mainly the hugs and smiles part was due to, you know, the mask wearing where we weren't able to see people smile Mm -hmm. and the social distancing, we weren't able to give those physical hugs. So I was like, you know, Project Shape came about. I was like, let's have a, you know, way of getting those hugs and smiles out there. And honestly, um, I wasn't quite sure how to do it. And my friend, my real dear friend kind of gave me a push and set up the Facebook group and said, here, here's what you need to do. And I was like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And, and again, I, you know, I kind of like with the wheelchair, I sat with it and, you know, that gratitude came in was like, you know, this is what I need to do and this is how I'm going to do it. And so that virtual space is what I love. The, the, the joining, the coming together of anybody who, who wants to be happy. They're invited to be happy. They're invited to receive happiness, give happiness and share happiness. It's a place where we celebrate, we uplift, empower, and connect. And I'm so super stoked right now because we're up to 562 people mm-hmm. and 36 countries that are joining hearts and, and hands to spread the happy. That is amazing, Amanda. Wow, congratulations. Well, thank you. It's a really big accomplishment. And what were you going to say? I just cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, you didn't actually. <laughs> oh, I thought it sounded like you were going to say something. Um, wh- there's a few things I want to comment on, but I also want to make sure that you see in the um, in the comments here what is being said to you. So, okay. um, yeah, you can read that uh, too. I just wanted to bring awareness. Thank you, Miriam. Um, and what you were saying about the wheelchair... There's so many things that I think that people can relate to this in a way where it's, it's like this admission that something's going on or that we need to make a change. So for you, it was the wheelchair for somebody else. It could be something else where somebody's there's, there's some kind of a struggle. There's some kind of an issue going on and somebody offers a solution, but we're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need that. And I really like how you said, and it's honest, you had that chair sitting for a month. You were looking at it. You were kind of assessing it. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're like, okay, let me give it a try. And then it's life changing. It's, it's really about, um, it's all about getting real with yourself, you know, and, and how long it takes for you to, to want to, 
to want to sit there and, and get real, you know? And when you had this idea, and it was also a very interesting point that you brought up because here we all have our own experiences and perspectives and stories. And you had been through this kind of isolation and separation and all of this stuff, like you said before, and then COVID hits. And this was something that you were kind of ahead of the curve in a sense. Yeah, it was, it was almost like, welcome to my world, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? And, and amazingly enough, and, and I, as I, I hate, I hate COVID, no lie, but the communication, the ways people are communicating now are amazing because of that horrible struggle and horrible incident, you know? Um, back in the day, the only way really was face-to-face, -face. you know, people weren't Zooming, people weren't, you know, video chatting, and, you know, it was, it was hard to talk to, you know, my friend that lived in the next city, let alone someone mm. in the next country, you know? Right. Right. It really brought people together and became people became innovative and um, wanted were reaching out, were craving connection. Absolutely. As opposed to the busyness that goes on, the busy, 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 busy. I don't have time to talk. I don't have time to. It's in so many ways. I know that for within our family, my husband was commuting an hour and a half each way every day for like 15, 16 years. And he was, for, he was forced to stop. And then when he stops, he's like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> like, like, yeah. what's, like, what's been happening? It's like, right. <laughs> Real uh, remote working, I think, is one of another amazing thing that has come out of this. Definitely. It definitely is. But I love how you really asked for help too. I think that's an important message to deliver also that in anything that's new territory here, you had this concept of, of it came to you to create this space, but in when you don't, we don't know everything. So it's new territory. So then your friend helped you create it and then look what you've created. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm so glad that, that I'm so glad that I did because it's, like I said, it's amazing when you, when you unleash what's there to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about your journey prior to, to the 25 years ago when everything started health wise, um, or we can expand on that more, but what were you doing? Uh, what were you doing in the, uh, in the work world? Okay, well, let's see. So when all this, all this really started when I was 15, I had, um, I got mono and several other um, infectious disease viruses that just like totally attacked my immune system and my whole world. But um, I was, I was at that time actually working um, as an education naturalist at a nature center. And I was um, part of a team that would uh, go to schools, go to various events, and um, educate people on the local wildlife and plants and things. And oh, that it was it was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Then um, you know, I from there I was like, oh my goodness, I totally want to be 
the biologist and work at the zoo. That that's my that's my thing. Then as you know, as going through college, I've had you know high school and college. I had to um, kind of change plans and direction because my my high school years were not very typical. I would you know I would go to class and then come home and sleep. <laughs> not mm-hmm. not very much socialization. Um, you know, I did what I could. Right. Um, and so realizing, you know, the, what it was going to take to actually work in the biological field and everything outward like that, it was going to be real taxing. And so I kind of changed directions in that respect. And I ended up graduating with a sociology degree. And with that, I worked at Volunteers of America. And what my role was is a support coordinator. And I actually worked with people who had um, developmental and physical disabilities and helping them to get all the uh, necessary resources that they needed so that they could stay in their homes instead of having to be uh, institutionalized. So I would go and, you know, do an intake and meet, meet everybody and, you know, get a sense of who they were and what they needed and would uh, coordinate all the different services for them. Mm-hmm. So it kind of prepared me for me when <laughs> what I needed to do for myself in different aspects when I started going downhill. Wow. So interesting how things happen, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But it's, it's, when you look back, it's definitely like connect the dots, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's this whole idea of like the trainings that we get and the things that we do and they just build on each other. And even if it doesn't, in whatever it is, present, it's like, well, why did I do this? Or why did I work in a restaurant for so many years and all this kind of thing? Well, it helped with customer service skills and patience and <laughs> understanding how to, you know, uh, when, oh my, this is a random thing. But when I took the trash out one day, I was a, um, a bus person and there was a huge piece of glass that was in the bag. And when I took the bag out, it cut me. Uh, oh my cause God. I was, I was carrying, cut my leg cause I was carrying the bag too close to me. Oh so God. I only, I only say that cause lesson learned <laughs> here it is like 30 years later, 35 years later, anytime I take the trash out, I hold it far away from my body. <laughs> hey, it, everything's a learning experience, you know, everything. <laughs> oh my God. It so is. So let's see what Miriam wrote here. Oh my God. I just learned about the wildlife educational skills, not surprising, ethical and caring from the very beginning. Oh, I love you, Miriam. (laughs) She's great. (laughs) So is this, do you see though that anything that could, could you go within that field? I know that you went for sociology, but could you do anything with, uh, in the space of zoos and with nature and in wildlife? Um, With my degree, probably not. I mean, I've got a, I've got a, um, got a minor in bio so maybe um the thing is uh that particular field is very um energy driven Mm. 
And that is one of my things that I is a challenge for me. I don't um, I don't have the same energy levels every day, and mm-hmm. I need to, you know, work with what I have based on you know when I wake up and figure out what the day presents to me, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I mean, uh, I definitely am in nature as much as I can be. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Um, as of you know, about a, about this past month, I've been dealing with um, some head and neck issues, and so I've been been in bed for you know for quite some time. And I was so excited because yesterday I was actually able to get up and go outside and sit in my wheelchair for like you know a couple hours and just be out there and you know have my feet in the grass and listening to the birds. And so, you know, I'm I'm there and can can do it. And yeah, you know. And it's all just in, you know, my own space and time kind of, you know? Well, I think what's beautiful in what you're saying is that it truly is gratitude and it's understanding that each day, I remember hearing um, Les Brown say that, you know, every day when we get to, I mean, many people have said this, but it stood out when he said this to me, you know, you wake up and you're like, wow, I get the blessing of another day. (laughs) And then when you are aware enough to know what your body needs there can be restrictions and all of that but still you're paying attention to your body and you're working i mean i guess talk to me about working with your body and working against your body okay um well for instance i i i used to be <laughs> um hardcore perfectionist and <laughs> Uh, uh, go, 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 you know, mm-hmm. and I would have a list of like full out list of what needed to be done every single day, you know, like hour to hour kind of thing. Um, and pushing and pushing when you're exhausted and your body says, Hey, it's time to quit is one of the worst things you can do. Mm-hmm. And, um, I now, instead of having, you know, to-do lists, um, I have what I call get-to-do lists. And so mm-hmm. it's not what I have to do, it's what I get to do. And what it's, and usually I, I try and cap it off at like five things a day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I can get to do one of them, that's awesome. I look at it and I'm like, Hey, look what I got to do today. Not like, Oh my God, look what I have to do today. You know? I love that. My gosh, do you hear that everybody? It's a, what I get to do list, not a to do list. That's brilliant. Just in that wording, it just, the energy, it just feels completely different. And it makes you, it makes you feel accomplished and satisfied at the end of the day, rather than Oh my God, look at all this crap I have to do that I didn't get to do, you know? Oh my gosh, yes. Helps me sleep better at night for sure. (laughs) And when we actually feel accomplished when we're feeling this, it's this feeling of we're not so hard on ourselves because you know this, everybody, when you're so hard on yourself and you're sitting there like, I screwed up. Oh man, what the hell? I could have done that better. Like, oh, good job, Hollis. (laughs) You said you were going to do that and you didn't do that. Like, 
that's not helping anything. It definitely doesn't make you happy. <laughs> it definitely, it's not on that spreading happiness across planet Earth. Not exactly. And, and you know, another thing I guess I want to, I want to highly mention is that that spreading happiness across planet Earth starts, starts with yourself, you know? If you can bring joy into your life, you're you're so much uh, more equipped to bring joy into other people's lives. I like I like to say a happier me makes a happier we. <laughs> oh yes, yes. A happier me makes a happier we, because we know that. Because if we're not feeling good within ourselves, not to say that every moment is rainbows and unicorns. But if we're not um, connected enough or aware enough to be like, you know what, maybe I'm not feeling the best today. So maybe it's not the best time to interact. <laughs> so then you're not being a jerk to anybody or like, you know, kind of coming off that way. And then, you know, to give yourself some more self-love as just an example of, okay, this is time to treat, this is time to treat Hollis in a nicer way. I'm going to sit down and watch a romantic comedy. And Absolutely. That's nourishing. And I'm going to have, I'm going to eat this along with it and have this kind of drink because it makes me feel good because I need a hug. And celebrate it. Celebrate. That's a big thing too. Celebrate everything, every little thing. Because yeah, I mean, you know, we all have, we have big goals and that's amazing. But each little step to those big goals is, is a huge accomplishment and something to celebrate. A friend of mine who has um, some physical limitations, when she travels, we have this thing where she always says, I'm like, so when are you leaving? And she says, well, I'm just going to the airport to look at the planes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, maybe I'll see if there's spot on one. <laughs> and then, and then I, um, I'll message her and I'm like, so how was the planes? And she's like, yeah, there was a spot on one. Awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so it's just kind of not being hard on yourself and just kind of leaving open to this is what my body can do. And, you know, we'll see. Yes, indeed. So in that, so tell us, Amanda, how for you, we've kind of talked about it, but how do you incorporate more creativity into your own life? Well, and, and how I had, you know, defined the creativity about being the spreading happiness and sharing stories. Um, obviously, Project Shape is one way, and that's, that's like the virtual way. Um, I have also these things called shape cards, and that's a physical way that I have created to spread the happy. And these cards are wallet sized and they, you know, like little business cards and they've got the shape logo on front and I have a handwritten happy note by me on the back and they're just little fun. They're convenient and personalized expressions of joy. Mm -hmm. They're ready for you to pass out anytime, anywhere to anybody. So it's like, you know, it's your, it's your like Hallmark card in your wallet that you can just like somebody's, you know, somebody's not having the best day. You want to give them a smile. Hey, here's a little card that says hugs and smiles 
or you know you're at the restaurant and you have had like superior service and you've seen this waiter you know you know bustling around having you know 30 40 tables or 40 people at least not tables could be tables depending but mm -hmm. um you know you can just tell that they're stressed and everything but they just you know delivered you that superior service and I wanted to say thank you, you know, when you write the check, you know, leave a little happy card mm. with a little, just with a little message. And, you know, I like, I love being able to, you know, have that, have that, um, that physical thing to say, to spread joy to somebody. It's, it's just a nice little, a little thing that um, goes along with the, with the shape group, the shape cards, you know? Well, and it goes a really long way. I mean, it really doesn't take that much to really make people happy in general. And something like what you're saying is when people are being acknowledged in some way, um, when you're passing that smile, when you're passing those kind words, these cards that you're talking about, which I have, which are amazing, and Miriam apparently has them too, um, It's they fit in your pocket. They fit in your wallet, like you said. So it's something that can just be carried with you and it's a good reminder absolutely and you know again they could be for yourself i mean you're having a bad day look you know look in your wallet and says you are awesome i mean yeah. what what can be better than that and you know along along with that um opportunities like what you're giving me today just to be able to speak about spreading the happiness um finding it sharing it and discussing what we can do with it just just you know good old-fashioned conversation is a way that i like to invite that creativity in my life mm. actual conversation <laughs> it's, it's funny that you say that because i felt kind of like a jerk but um <clears throat> excuse me after this we're meeting my mom for dinner and um she called me up when I was in between things and I was guess I was a little rushed and she said, I just want to make, are, are we meeting today? And I said, yeah, I texted you. She's like, well, I'm sorry, Hollis. I'm one of these old fashioned people that needs an actual conversation. And I, I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like but it's okay i'm like are we gonna have the whole night go this way like is this is this where this is gonna lead because i know how you work <laughs> but, that's yeah. hilarious and it was kind of funny too i was watching a show last night and somebody somebody just like mentioned who leaves emails i mean who leaves voicemails anyway these days and i was like i leave voicemails but i guess <laughs> but i guess that's not a thing i mean I don't know. I guess he, I guess it's I do text for the most part. I guess if I want to if I actually want to call someone, then, you know, I, I will call them. And then if I don't get them, then I'll leave a voicemail. I'm not going to text them and say, hey, I called you. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I'll just be like, let me leave a message. So. Well, there's a whole thing on this and listeners, you can chime in, too. I mean, I like to. <laughs> I like to on messenger on um, through text. I like to use my voice. It's just easier for me. It's faster, but I also kind of like hearing other people's voices. 
And so I leave a voice message because I feel like I can get more out rather than sitting there typing it. Whereas if it were my kids, my kids, 1922, they just get it out really quick with their hands or like, um, but I like the personalization in that. Well, I will, I will say that, um, the, the text medium is the best for me as far as being able to have the time to think about what I want to say. Mm, makes sense. And, um, and also if I'm, you know, if I'm speaking or if I'm kind of chatting with somebody in, you know, another time zone where it's not necessarily, I, I might not be fully, fully awake per se, or yeah. I'm there in the moment, but then right after I go back to sleep, it's like, I can go back to it. And so that's, that's another thing I love about the whole text kind mm. of thing. I can, I can say, Oh, this is what we talked about. I can now, I can now message that person and say, okay, based on that conversation, let's, you know, do this or, cause I, I, I do forget a lot of the times, unfortunately, that's, that is one of my, my challenges as well. But, um, you know, interestingly enough, I'm, I have done my best to, uh, move from that this year and, you know, these, these podcasts and things have been an amazing opportunity for me to, um, better my skills, my communication skills. So I, I appreciate every opportunity I get for that because that allows me to, to grow and learn and, you know, bring, bring more happy that way because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm up leveling and being able to overcome my challenges. Which I think is, again, it's, it's just proof of this is what, as humans, this is how we expand and grow. We do things that are a little uncomfortable. Uh, we try different things because if we're always doing things the same way all the time, then there isn't growth. Absolutely. Right? right and be okay with blundering and messing up and it's just going to happen it's that whole perfectionist thing that we once we learn to kind of laugh at ourselves and just realize oh yeah whatever um it just makes life a lot easier absolutely and and throwing that and i can i guess i can i can say this year has been a huge growth and kind of kicking that perfectionism out the way it's I don't find it present anymore and so when I come and do the thing it's I come as I am and whatever happens happens you know yeah yeah so tell us about the writing tell us more about tell us about your writing please yes that's another thing sharing stories that has always been been a thing for me um but it has always been for myself. Um, I've always journaled. Uh, I wrote short stories and poetry, but again, that imposter syndrome and perfectionist tendencies, I'm like, I'm not gonna share that with anybody, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, mm -hmm. you know? Um, this year has changed all of that in monumental like leaps and bounds. Um, 
April 1st, uh, brought about the launch of my first published gig. I contributed to a multi-author book project called Sacred Surrender. Mm-hmm. And my chapter was called How I Got Into Shape, Spreading Happiness Across Planet Earth. And it discusses my journey of creating Project Shape and how it compares to the challenges of physically getting into shape. Hmm. So how was that writing process for you in, how was there resistance at first or were you like, okay, uh, you know what? I am ready. Oh, no resistance whatsoever. The title came or when I saw the title, I was like, wow, this is, this is it. I need to do this. And the, the, the chapter came to, to, you know, came to my head really quickly. And that actual process of writing that chapter is, I think, the, the, the nail in the perfectionist coffin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, I do. That, that is what I think started this, this journey of, okay, you know, I'm going to share my stuff. I'm excited. And because um, stories are what, you know, connect us. They're, they're what allow for, you know, growth and um, acceptance. Hmm. And ultimately, I believe that stories will allow us to love one another better. I love that. And then, then this is really cool too. Um, mm-hmm. In August, I became a featured contributing author for an online publication called Biz Catalyst 360. Yes. And here I write stories to spread happiness, empower, inspire, and celebrate. I've got one published story and I'm currently working on my second. And that one published story is, um, honestly, it's all about uh, all about the wheelchair and the, the incident that um, gave me that spark of uh, gratitude and acceptance and moving forward. Gosh, it's so freaking powerful what you're doing. Well, thank you. It's, I, I mean, it's just so, hmm. Because what's happening is the reach is really spreading and spreading. So tell us about the summit that's going to be happening as well. Oh, my goodness. That that was totally just blew my mind. And I was so like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I had one of my um, one of my friends from a another Facebook group that recently joined my group. Um, She has a. Or. She has an organization, it's a youth organization, and it's in Africa, and it's called um, Young, let's see, it's Yoma, so it's Young Minds Africa Arise, or Arise Africa, mm-hmm. but um, basically it's a, it's a youth group, and the focus is to um, bring about empowering and bring about um, life skills, uh, business skills, creative writing, um, mindful techniques, just things to up-level and improve and to give that sense of um, independence and um, acceptance to these these youth in Africa. And the summit she's doing, um, there are um, six speakers and I'm, she asked me to do, be, to be a part. And, 
I was just amazed and mind blown and so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I remember you saying you got this opportunity. I don't correct me if I'm wrong. Was attention drawn to you because you went on and did this thing about being happy and feeling crappy or something like that? Um, yeah, I had a podcast episode that I did that as well. Um, but I was talking, I was talking to her. She asked me, well, you know, what would you like to talk about? And I said, I said, okay, I want to talk about, uh, oh, finding the happy in the crappy. Mm -hmm. And she's, she's like, oh, I love it. Is this like, is this like, you know, telling people to, you know, be happy in their, you know, not in their um, terrible situations or, you know, to not, not um, explore the sadness or the tragedy or whatever the situations. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, this is about acknowledging the situation that you're in, but also realizing that as crappy as it is, happiness can coexist. Hmm. Yeah. And so I've got some, just some things that I've, I've embraced from, again, from all my 25 years of dealing with the chronic illness and such. Um, and, you know, so it's, it's going to be talking about not necessarily uh, long-term troubles and, you know, crappy situations, but I also, last year, I recently, um, I had a house fire and our, our house was destroyed and pretty much um I, you know i'm not even sure how how we even made it out but that you know momentary crabby situation and how i found things to be grateful and happy for you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so what what are your goal is what is the the bigger long-term goal with spreading the happy? The big long-term goal is- For you, yeah, for you, for you, for me? Amanda. Yeah, for you, Amanda. For me, um, let's see what happens. I'm all about any possibility that's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is what happened when you said yes to writing being in the book. Well, this yes. is what happened when you were like, okay, I wanna connect and somebody helped you start project shape and then you created the shape cards and all the other things that happened in between and then you uh were, then you were in the book and now you're in the magazine and now you're you know speaking in a summit in africa um and Possib it's just possibilities possibilities are endless and limitless and that's that's just that's amazing and embracing that limitless feeling is oh oh so awesome yeah embracing the limitless so before we move on to the last question, and again, I want to welcome the people here live. Thank you so much for being here. Any questions or comments, put them in. Miriam, you have been very active and we really appreciate you. Um, do you have any kind of uh, morning routine? Yes. Um, when, when I do wake up, I do um, stretches and I just, I lay flat and just for, for a half hour, I do 
random stretches throughout my body to just kind of get get present and get within myself and um, just welcome the day and welcome all the possibilities that the universe has for me. That is a nice way to to wake up and like become aware within our bodies instead of to jump up and just start running around. It really is. And it's so helpful for, for my body because, you know, the, the stretching just, you know, in, incites the energy and the, the momentum for my day. And I can, you know, I can tell when I, I, I try and do it every day, obviously. Um, but, you know, if I can't, I, I definitely can feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand that. The body is um, a very intelligent space. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what my brother always says. He's like, my body talks, I listen. (laughs) And it has taken me so long to figure that one out. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it smacks you in the face with a two by four. It's like, are you paying attention? Hmm? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So as we're getting to the top of the hour and the third and final question, which we've gone over this, but it kind of wraps it up and puts a nice little bow on it which is why do you think creativity is important? Oh, um, cause it's, it's our individual trademark. Uh, without it, the world would just be completely blah. Mm. Uh, mm. I know. I mean, we'll, we'll use you and me, for example, you know, there are millions of artists, teachers, podcasters, publishers, authors, speakers, and, people who love spreading joy out there, you know, mm-hmm. but there's only one person that can do the art teaching, podcasting, publishing author thing, just the way <laughs> Hollis Citron can, you know, <laughs> Thank you. And, and there's no one that can do the writing, speaking, happy spreading thing, just like Amanda Lindsay can. Right. Right. It's so true. It's really becoming aware and appreciating ourselves. And Amanda, I would love for you to meet um, Leslie, who's listening. She does this incredible thing with um, fingerprints or finger ridges and um, reading your your fingerprints and helping to to, uh, speak about who you are or show who you are. Oh, that sounds fantastic. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to share her information with you. But um, yeah, beca- because we're all unique and we're all original. And once we actually own that, oh, what a difference that makes. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, the world, the world's the canvas and it needs it needs all of the pretty colors out there, you know, and mm. we're all we're all those colors, all different shades and spices and we need to just throw them out on that canvas (laughs) i love it there is i don't know if anybody else has watched the cheesy movie here um princess diaries the first one (laughs) but (laughs) have you watched that amanda i have seen it yes Yes. So I have watched it without my daughter too, I will admit. Um, But I'm bringing it up because I always love that there's a part where when they're, um, when they have the balloons on the canvas, 
and they throw darts and uh, the balloons are filled with paint. Oh. And when you pop the balloon, it goes onto the canvas and just creates all of these <laughs> colors everywhere. Love it, love it, love it. I know which these things, this is where inspiration comes from. When I first saw that, I was like, oh my God, we have to do that. So I ended up doing it at one point for one of my daughter's birthday parties. We did it on like a small scale, but then I turned it into a workshop. And nice. uh, um, what I realized is pins are dangerous because they fall into the grass <laughs> that are holding the, <gasps> holding the balloons up. And that's dangerous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Walking barefoot after that would not be fun. <laughs> not fun. But it looks really, really cool. The spontaneity of it all. And just like you said, it's just, just like throwing the colors on the canvas. We need every one of those colors and the um, immersion of it and connection. And it's just all beautiful. Indeed. Yes. So Leslie, you're welcome. You're welcome for the shout out. And um, Amanda, please tell people how they can connect with you. All right. Um, I would say the best way is on Facebook um, through um, Project Shape. Um, please join. I'm, you know, I invite everybody. Um, also, um, I'm, you know, open to connection um, personally. So I've got, you know, my messenger is, is always open. Uh, let's see. Um, your shape cards. Yes, shape cards. Um, there is a website, and I don't have it on me right now. Um, could you possibly include that in? Of course. Some notes. Yeah. 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 Um, and um, also my email um is um Amanda Lindsay at Amanda dash Lindsay dash author dot com. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be best ways. Do you have LinkedIn as well? Oh yeah, I am on LinkedIn. Um, so just, you know, uh, the Amanda Lindsay spreader of the happy. There we go. Spreader of the happy. And she is everybody, isn't she? So before we say goodbye, Amanda, is there anything else that you feel like you want to share that you felt like you forgot or anything? Um, yes, today apparently is <laughs> International Smile Day, and I totally forgot. <laughs> oh so, so, um, I welcome everybody to, you know, flash those pearly whites. What are the chances of us having the conversation today and it being International Smile Day? Hey, the universe, it's, it's, it's listening, you know? <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh my gosh. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for hanging out for this hour and chatting with us and spreading the happy and inspiring. I so appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been, this has been so much fun and an amazing opportunity. So, so glad. So grateful to know you and everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for this hour. We so appreciate you. We know you can be doing anything with your time and we so appreciate you being here. This space is all about connecting, inspiring, and sharing stories. So please like, follow, share, spread, spread the happy, spread the creativity, spread the joy. I feel like we've always needed this, but I think we need it now more than ever. We need to be there for each other. So like, follow, share, all that good stuff. And wherever you are listening in the world, I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening, and look forward to talking to you soon. So goodbye, everybody. Bye.
feeling inspired. Let's just get rid of this, throw away this whole perfectionism thing, this whole concept that we have to know how to do everything. You know what? You don't. <laughs> Let's just do things and try things and realize what we like and what we don't like. It's all part of the process. The self-awareness feels so good. You feel more connection to yourself, connection to others, and huh? be a happier, more joyful person. Just imagine that. So you are where you are in the process. So you can dip your toe in the water to try new things at a slower pace, or you can dive right in. Here at I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, we meet you where you are. So there are so many ways to check us out. Explore our experiential kits. They have everything in them that you need to try new things. You don't have to buy anything else but this kit and just explore. There's Creative Shui, which is seven elements to join happiness. Through the Publishing House, Express Yourself Publishing, multi-author books, coffee books, solo book opportunities. It is all about expression, all about it. And it's again, just trying these things and realizing what you're good at. Don't all of a sudden think that you only fit into one box because we don't, we are not made for boxes. <laughs> there is also my TV show, I Am Creative, check it out. The links are all in the body of this podcast. You can just click the link and you know what? Don't say, oh, maybe I'll check it out tomorrow. Life's too short. Just click it. See what it's about. There is honestly no judgment. It's all about exploring the possibilities, expressing yourself and expanding your thinking. I will give you the website, which is imcreativephilly.com. So I am creative Philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y.com. And just remember that you are an expressive being, so own it. I am looking forward to hearing your story because we all have one.